Welcome back to the Voice of Camp Nathaniel. This is Lee Sharp here, hanging out with... Uh, it's not Stephen Bell still. It's not Stephen Bell yeah, still. Yeah, it's still me. I'm sorry if you're disappointed by that. Uh, but you shouldn't be, because I'm pretty cool. It's Cameron McIntyre hey. uh, here filling in for Stephen. He yeah. is still out and about. Uh, hopefully he'll be back next time. He'll be but, back next time. Don't yeah. worry, guys. We haven't we haven't sent Stephen too far away. He'll come back. Yeah, I think he's just in timeout or something right now. He'll be fine. He'll be okay. Yeah, he'll come out of there. But we're not the only two people in the studio today. We nope. actually have a guest with us today. We have Mr. John Pope. Hello, everyone. Hello, hello. And hello. he has been our. We are when we were recording this. Um, this will be premiering a little bit later on. But we are recording mm-hmm. this during our last week of camp during the summer. So there's lots of excitement and lots of sadness all at the same time. And John has been here. He's been our camp pastor for the week, which has been pretty exciting. Have you had fun with it? I have. I, I enjoyed it. Last year was my first time. Okay. And graciously got the invite back. And I've it's really become a highlight of my year. You so got the invited last two back. Years. Yeah. You got invited yeah. back. Yeah. Didn't didn't get run out with the stick. Yeah. Either, you were so, so good. good the first time they said, let's bring, we didn't get enough the first time. Let's bring that guy back here. <laughs> Not everybody gets invited back. So it's quite an honor. Well, I it's definitely been a kindness to me because I, I really do enjoy it. So we'll jump, we'll just jump right into it, John. So um, we have met maybe, I think we maybe met last year for mm-hmm. a few minutes at one of the the dinners or something like that. And we've talked a little bit here, but I don't actually know a whole lot of your story. So, and our listeners, obviously, if they're listening in, some of them may know who you are, but um, others have no clue. So what's, what's a little bit of John's story here? Where does... Yeah, I'll, I'll be brief, but uh, I'm a Kentucky boy through and through. I'm originally mm-hmm. from Somerset, Kentucky. Okay. Grew up in a Christian home, uh, not just in name only, but my parents from a very early age sought to teach my brother and me the gospel and to show us our need for Christ. And I made a profession of faith at a very young age. Mm -hmm. Uh, But from that point, the Lord was very kind in sending uh, teachers along the way, not just my parents, but to to guide me uh, to where I am today. And... Long story short, when I got to high school, I was really wrestling with what I want to do with my life and kind of running from the idea of ministry. But after I went to college, I went to a small uh, liberal arts university in West Tennessee mm-hmm. called Union University, not to be confused with Union College in Barberville. Um, mm-hmm. But it was there that the Lord really just concretized my desire to serve Him and, and to pursue pastoral ministry. Gotcha. So after that... Um, Married my high school sweetheart that we had met back in 2013. Mm-hmm. Uh, graduated from college in 2018. Moved to Louisville, Kentucky to pursue seminary. Okay. And then from there, ended up in Frankfort, Kentucky at my first pastor, which is where I still am gotcha. about three and a half years now at Bell Point Baptist Church in Frankfort, Kentucky. Bell Point. So for anybody from Bell Point, hi, friends. Shout out. <laughs> <laughs> They're great people. They've been a, a real blessing to me. So, yeah, that's just my story in a nutshell. The short version there? The very short version, yeah. There you go. All right, so I'll ask this question now. Um, you've been, you, you've grew up in Kentucky, you grew up in Somerset. Mm-hmm. You made yep. it down to Tennessee. You've now made it back up across all the way over to Louisville. That's right. How did you end up in, how did you end up at camp? How did you end up so, in Eastern Kentucky camp? Because yeah. we, we've asked this question to a lot of people. Nobody ends up at Camp Nathaniel by accident. Right. Well, it, that's really my story. I was I was talking about this with another staffer, and they were just, I asked them, 
how did you end up here? And their only response was just the hand of God working in their life, mm-hmm. their life. And, and the same is true of me. Really, the Lord has worked in a couple different ways to, to bring me here through. So I'll mention two people, uh, or one family mm-hmm. and then one person. So the first one is Matt Schwinky. So the Schwinky family, mm-hmm. uh, if you're familiar with Camp Nathaniel, they serve here in multiple capacities, but Matt is the camp director. Mm-hmm. And uh, I've known their family for a long time because back in Somerset, years and years ago, they actually lived there for a time and gotcha. taught at the private Christian school, the community Christian school there in okay. town. Now, I was very young at the time, and he was teaching secondary education, but I, I knew of them. They knew my parents, mm-hmm. uh, and then they moved away for a time. Well, they came back to Somerset my senior year of high school, and he actually was a teacher of mine in high school. Mm-hmm. Um, so I got to know him a little bit more then, and uh, we just had a good relationship. Gotcha. And then after that, there was a, a gap. So about four years I was in college, and then about four years, so around 2018-ish, mm-hmm. I was on Southern Seminary's campus in okay. Louisville, Kentucky, and I ran into Matt again. And I think he was on campus with uh, Sydney. Might have been visiting Boyce College, um, okay. one of his kids. And she's actually all- she was on one of our previous podcasts. Oh, so if you right. if if you are on your you look at your app there. If you flip back, there's one that talks about summer um, where we're with summer missionaries. Yeah. Um, go listen to that one after you finish up this one here. So that sounds great. if you haven't already, yeah, but keep going. You got the story. Um, You're at Southern Seminary. Yeah, they're, and they Matt were- Matt shows up again. This is the funny way that God <laughs> likes to work. Exactly. And so he saw me, and he's like, John Pope. And I was like, Mr. Schwinky, because I, I just, it feels bad to call him Matt, because he was Mr. Schwinky for Mr. Schwinky. so many years. And we connected briefly and uh, told him, like, yeah, I'm on campus uh, working on my my MDiv here. And he's also um, working on his degree as much as they were there to have the kids to visit. So we connected again. Mm-hmm. Well, here's where it gets really interesting. God's hand is just crazy in this. After that, the Lord, independently of that situation, brought us to Frankfurt um, through the Van Nest family. So I got a call from Scott Van Nest, who is our, our lead pastor okay. at Bell Point Baptist Church, and his older brother was a mentor of mine in college. So he got my name through a mutual friend said, hey, we're looking for somebody to come lead our youth, and honestly, just to be another pastor to help the church. And my wife and I prayed about it, and we said, okay, let's do it. And we moved from Louisville to Frankfurt, mm-hmm. and... Not too long after that, one of the Van Ness kids was talking about coming back up to a camp that they had attended for years. I was about to Eastern ask, Kentucky. are these the same Van Ness that they work are. here as summer missionaries? It is. So one of them is Ellie Van Ness. She was the one who was talking about it. And she was saying, yeah, we're going up to, to hang out with a camp director and his family. And she kept talking about the family. I was like, they sound familiar. And I said, who are you going to stay with? She said, oh, the Schwinky family. And I just kind of <laughs> stared at her. Because how many Schwinkies um, are there exactly. hanging around Kentucky? Let's be honest. it's <laughs> Not many of them. There's not, it's not the most common family yeah. name now. And I said, get out of here. Like, there's no way. And it was right then we connected, and I said, I've known them for years. And through that conversation, reconnected with Matt, and long story short, he said, hey, would you be willing to come and, and speak uh, for grade school week at the end of the summer? Mm-hmm. And that was last year. And gotcha. I said, sure. Uh, it's very much out of my comfort zone. I'm not used to working with fourth and fifth graders, um, but man, it's it's been a blessing. So that's how I got to to be gotcha. here and be part of Camp Nathaniel. I had 
never heard of Camp Nathaniel growing mm-hmm. up. And my dad is from Knox County originally. Okay. Um, but even he hadn't heard of it. So uh, I'm just really grateful that the Lord and his providence made all that work out. We're glad for it too. Good. Glad that you made it in and uh, all the connections and all the things that played out. Yeah. I mean, we're very thankful. Obviously, we've had you not only once now, but you, this is your second time coming through. Yeah. And so as you're coming in and you're serving as the camp pastor, you said that this is something that's not typically in your comfort zone there. It's something mm-hmm. that's a little bit different. Um, how's that been? You said it's been going all right so far? I think so. Uh, you'll have to ask the, <laughs> have to ask ask the, the campers. campers. Yeah, but they've been incredibly receptive. They're at such a important age and I, I say it's out of my comfort zone. I'm used to working with adults mm-hmm. and and high school students. Gotcha. A lot of my work the last few years at the, at the church has been with adults, just helping shepherd the church. My wife and I, when we were in seminary, uh, taught preschool Sunday school class, so I got gotcha. used to that. This age group, they're they're right in that in between of they're starting to think and ask questions, mm-hmm. but there's a um, you know, their attention spans are different than what I'm, I'm used to. So that's why I say it's uh, been a challenge. That being said, I think these kids are way more capable of what most adults give them credit for. Uh, and they've just blown me away and had the questions they ask, um, how they listen. They've mm-hmm. listened very well. And I know that's not always easy chapels at the, the end of the day and, and we sing together and, and, then they have to listen to me preach, but yeah. it's been it's been a great experience for sure. I'll second the questions there because I'm over on the other side of the creek there, and I'm doing one of the Bible classes in the morning. So um, right. for our listeners, they go through the kids as they're here during the day. Part of the day, they're in a Bible class. During the evenings, they're um, hanging out during our chapel sessions, listening to John Pope. Um, and during the day, they've got all kinds of games and different things like that. And I've noticed that even in my Bible class, like we'll be talking about, they have so many questions. Right. Um, you'll be, you'll be sitting there and we're, we're talking about creation and different things like that in my class. And then I'll have one kid shoot his hands. Like, so what was God doing before time began? And why did he start it at this particular time? And all these, other, and I'm sitting back for a second and I'm like, okay, whoa, um, give me uh, like 30 seconds to think for a minute. And then we'll, 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 let's get into it. Let's talk about it. Yeah. I don't want to, you know, don't want to ignore your question. So we, we get into it and whatnot. So it's mm. been, it's been really fun over in the Bible classes. So hopefully during your sessions, that's been pretty fun. Or maybe yeah. even they're catching you after. So That's you know. definitely happened, which is always an encouragement to me because sometimes you're thinking, are they getting anything out of this? Mm-hmm. Am, I, am I connecting? And last night even there were a couple, um, one boy and then two girls came up and just thanked me and, and told me two or three things. They're like, oh, that, that really made sense to me and, and helped me. And, mm-hmm. uh, man, that – made me feel good, but also it's just neat to, it's a privilege to be yeah. a part of this. I know that I go around and I've done video and stuff and, you know, being a camp pastor is you're here for more than just the one hour in chapel that you're Absolutely. there to preach. You're here, you know, all week long. So I wanted to ask, have you gotten a chance or an opportunity to get involved in any other areas like visiting activities or maybe get thrown into teaching somewhere other than just in chapel? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a great question. So I, I really, like I said, it's a privilege to be here this week. And so I try to do a couple things every day. So I try to be a part of at least two activities or an activity in their free time. So today I was able to go to the, the campus store in free time and just uh, talk with them and spend time with the kids while they're doing their free time stuff and and playing around, and mm-hmm. that gives me time to ask them questions. Hey, what have you learned this week? 
Mm-hmm. And my main objective there is I, I think they'll get more out of the chapel times if they have if they know who I am yeah. and, and I'm having conversations mm-hmm. with them and learning their names even, mm-hmm. which has been great. The other times is during the activities. And one of the things that has impressed me about Camp Nathaniel is everything is laden with Scripture or spiritual lessons. So even the fun activities they do, mm-hmm. at the end the staffers will – uh, share some spiritual lesson from whatever they're doing. And just being present at those things and, and if I can participate with them um, makes it good. Today I had the privilege of uh, leading a devotion with the summer staffers, the gotcha. high schoolers and, mm-hmm. and college students, which, which was enjoyable as well. Cool. So I got to ask now, during the sessions in the evenings, what do y'all been, I mean, it, it's a little bit different, you know. If sure. You, I, I'm not sure which position you've got. It's at Bell Point? Yes, that's correct. So um, if you're doing like weekly stuff there and different things like that, camp's a little bit different in that it is five days in a row every single evening. So the prep work is obviously going to be a little bit different. So i got to ask, what have you been talking about this week? What have you been getting into? The the cool thing about the way the camp works, and you you guys know this, but um, there's a theme every year, and, Mm -hmm. and Matt sent me the theme ahead of time, and it's called Challenge Accepted. And he sent me some information just about what, what they're looking for, what the rest of the programming will be built around. But he gave me freedom to take that any direction mm-hmm. uh, I see fit that I've prayed yeah. about. And I know other speakers, yeah. it sounds like, have gone different directions yeah. than I have. We have but. different speakers that, if guys, if you look through the past, we've had a few different speakers mm-hmm. on here. And it's funny because you'll take the exact same theme with the same yeah. verse and somebody's like, we're going straight to we're going to go to Romans or we're going to yeah. go over to here. We're going to go over to there. And you're like, it's funny how different people yeah. will take the same info. And yeah, it's just sitting in all the chapels. It's been really cool that you have the same topic, but we haven't heard the same sermon yeah. twice this summer, even that's though amazing. they've given the same yeah. material to everybody. And that's just God working. And he knows what the campers need to hear that week. Yeah. That's and all great. of the kids have been pointed to Christ. That is not, don't, say, don't right. take that and saying like, Oh, we just let them run off with whatever. No, everyone's getting pointed to right. Jesus, but it's just interesting how different passages they'll mm-hmm. say, oh, well, I'm going to really focus in on this particular area mm-hmm. and how that points them to Christ. And somebody else says, oh, well, I'm going to focus on this other thing that will yeah. also point them to Christ. So yeah. how have you been, how's yeah. that been so my, this week? My basic approach, when I heard Challenge Accepted, I saw the theme verse, which ironically I'm going to cover at the very end, the last message, so t- tomorrow evening. I don't gotcha. know if the other speakers did that, but that, that's been my approach. Um, I, I was praying about it reading through multiple scriptures that I thought I might want to teach on. Mm-hmm. And I decided to t- take it the angle of really a discipleship orientation. So not just the call to follow Jesus, right? To turn away from sin, repent of sin, and mm-hmm. place our faith in Christ. But also, what happens after that? So really, I'm I'm trying to get at and help the kids think through when we say challenge accepted, the challenge of the call to follow Jesus what does that look like? What am I accepting when I accept that challenge? So we've talked about everything from, uh, we talked about this a little bit before the podcast, but sanctification, though I didn't use that word with Mm -hmm. the kids, trying to make it plain, uh, growing in holiness. Being a Christian means you enter a lifelong journey of becoming more like Jesus. Uh, We talked last night about responsibility from the parable of the talents, how Mm -hmm. being a follower of Jesus is not a, okay, I did that. I I prayed a prayer, I walked an aisle, or I was baptized, and then I can just sit and do nothing. No, Jesus entrusts things to us, and and we will give an account to him one day for how we were responsible with those things. 
And then the first night we talked about really the beginning of faith, the essence of being a Christian is taking joy in God. And we studied uh, Matthew 13, 44, talking about how the kingdom of heaven is like a treasure. And just trying mm-hmm. to put some new categories in, in the kids' minds without getting too deep, but getting at the essence of those truths. So tonight, we're going to talk about how being a Christian is a call to action. It is a call to rest in Jesus and all that he is for us, mm-hmm. right? We're not saved by any good deeds we do or don't do. We're mm-hmm. saved by faith alone, by grace alone, through faith alone, in Jesus alone. And yet... Jesus expects obedience, and he desires that of us. So we're going to talk about that tonight. And then tomorrow night, to finish out, Mm -hmm. we'll hit our theme verse and really dive into what does it mean to be prepared when you leave camp. And uh, it's been really interesting. Last night, some of the boys were discussing about sometimes it's hard to go back home, and they're kind of scared to tell their friends that they're Christians, whether they're scared of what they might say to them or Mm -hmm. think bad of them. Mm -hmm. So... Man, that made me excited to get to tomorrow night because we're going to talk about being prepared to be bold for Christ, being uh, an ambassador for him uh, so that we might be witnesses for others. So that's been my basic approach this week. Gotcha. That's really awesome. Yeah. I appreciate it. I hope it's been helpful to them. Yeah. Uh, well, just based on the questions that they've been asking, yeah. you know, just during the crosstalk time, I've heard some really good yeah. ones. And so they're definitely it's sinking in for yeah. sure. That's good. That's so good. I'll define crosstalk here real quick. So crosstalk is something that happens after our sessions. Um, whenever they we've had a, a speaker come in and the, the John for when John speaks, and then right after John speaks, we break them up into smaller groups so that um, they can go through essentially kind of go through the sermon there and um, process that information and ask questions and go, okay, what about this? And oh wait, what about that? And how do you apply that to lives? Because we don't want them to just hear something and then go, okay, that's good enough. You'll figure it out on your own now. The idea then is like, no, let's go in these smaller groups and let's do it together. Mm -hmm. Let's do the processing Mm -hmm. together because inevitably one kid's going to have a question that another kid hadn't thought of, or maybe they're all thinking the same thing, but no one's quite brave enough to ask the question. I'm like, what do we do about this part? Um, And the ability to be able to ask that question and have somebody to sit and talk with you about Mm -hmm. it and pray with you about it. And so it's been... I haven't been to too many of the cross talks, but I've seen at least one or two of them happening, and it's it's really cool to be yeah. able to. Those are important. It's important to have a time of response because you know after chapel, there's free time and store time, and if you have that looming over your head, then it's going to be a big temptation for kids. But if you have that buffer period of like this is the time that we come and we talk about what we just heard, and it mm-hmm. gives you a chance to respond and ask any questions, then um, it's important to have that or else um, I think they'll be severely limited in how they'll be able to actually respond to what they've heard if they have, you know, don't give them that chance to do it. Yeah. We want them to get into that moment where it doesn't go in one ear and out the other. Mm-hmm. They're able to sit and they're able to think deeply about Absolutely. some of the questions and some of the things that like, okay, but, but what does that mean for me? And mm-hmm. what does that mean for my life and my family or my friends who might think I'm weird? Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah, and what do I do when my, th- my friends think I'm weird? Mm-hmm. And those are all the, the questions that go into that there. So last question that I've got sure. for you. Um, 
or I might have one more question after it. Okay. You don't know that I've got the question <laughs> for you. Um, but I'll go in and ask, is there any resource, like if there's somebody who wants to dive, dive deeper or as these kids are going out, they may be listening to this as well because, hey, they're wanting to remember camp and they heard that the guy that talked to him is going to be on the podcast. So um, is there anything that you would point them towards to say, hey, if you want to dig a little bit deeper, read, and it could be a book in the Bible, it could be, mm-hmm. hey, this podcast or hey, this mm-hmm. whatever. Is there any resource or resources that you, yeah, would, you would point there, them towards? There's a bunch, but I'll give three on three different levels. So um, if one of the kids or maybe one of the parents of the kids or mm-hmm. whomever might be interested in in this who's listening, and perhaps you had a camper who's here, one resource I would highly recommend, not as a replacement to Bible reading, but as, yeah. as a accompaniment to it to help explain the story of the Bible mm-hmm. uh, to the camper, it's called the Jesus Storybook Bible. Uh, In fact, I know one pastor I've heard of that uh, even with adult new converts, Mm -hmm. he will read through that with them just so they can get a basic grasp of how the Bible fits together. What is it about? The primary value to that book is it shows how the Bible is all pointing us to Jesus. Mm How does Jesus uh, show up in the Old Testament? Mm -hmm. What does the story of the Exodus have to do with Jesus, for example? Yeah. That would be a really helpful book to gotcha. read in tandem with Bible reading with one of the campers. Uh, if you're interested in learning more about kind of what we've been talking about with the kids this week, how does the gospel, the good news of salvation in Jesus, affect our daily lives and especially our relationships with one another? There's a book simply called The Gospel by Ray Ortland. It's a little green book. It's published by a publisher called Crossway. Gotcha. Highly recommend that book. If you're a really good reader, fast reader, so AKA not me, <laughs> uh, you could probably read it in a day. It's that that easy. That book will challenge you to uh, pursue Jesus in your relationships as well as uh, what our churches should look like. Mm-hmm. And then lastly, for everybody involved, if you want a, a picture, you know, we've been talking about challenge accepted, uh, start with the Gospel of John. I'm actually teaching through the Gospel of John with our youth back at Bell Point right gotcha. now. And it is so easy to read and yet so deep at points. I mean, you can just keep diving in. But the primary value of it to me is it forces you to ask the question, who is Jesus and mm-hmm. what am I going to do with him? I don't think there's any more two questions that are more important than that, uh, those two. So that's what I'd say. Gotcha. Yeah. So my last question here, okay. you are not prepared for this question, but it's just more fun this way. Um, and this is, this is not a serious question, so okay. you don't have to, uh, hopefully it's not too serious. Um, you've been here, you were at camp last year, you're at camp this yep. year. What's been your favorite thing at camp, like your favorite activity or thing yeah. that you got to get involved in? Um, I don't know, I think Cameron mentioned earlier that you've been able to make it out to some of the activities. Have you got to join? Oh, yeah. What's been your favorite one to jump into? Oh, man, this is really difficult because I enjoy them all. So I'll give two. And right. these these will be fun. I love meal time, uh, <laughs> mainly because it's I've never been to a camp environment where um, there's songs being sung, fun skits, all, like all, all these things, mm-hmm. and you never know what's going to happen. Twice I've been the brunt of some of those uh, <laughs> jokes. Oh, it was yeah. well, I mean, last year I didn't know, right? I didn't know this was a tradition <laughs> or anything. And I ended up getting soaking wet out of that one, uh, which was really funny. The campers thought it was hilarious. That's really enjoyable, the fellowship time. Mm-hmm. I hope the campers just appreciate how unique and amazing that is. 
The second thing is the big group activities uh, are a ton of fun. I, I've participated twice now in the big game called Gold Rush. Gold Rush. I've regretted it both times because of the <laughs> next day, how I felt. And yet uh, it's been a great opportunity to spend time with the campers and have if fun d- with them. If you don't know Gold Rush, just imagine running for like... <laughs> A solid half hour. Yes. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> exactly. And then you collapse after it. That's right. That's what Gold Rush is. It's so funny. Yeah. Tons of fun. Well, John, thank you so much for joining us today on The Voice of Camp Nathaniel. Um, we really appreciate it. We appreciate you being able to jump in with us. Yeah, I appreciate the invite, and I appreciate I, I've got to see what you guys do throughout the the week here. And uh, if you're listening to this, and, and maybe you're tangentially – uh, connected to Camp Nathaniel, I highly encourage you to learn more about it. Keep listening to the podcast. And then uh, if you can, if you've got a younger child in your home or somebody, send them to Camp Nathaniel and, and be a part of what God's doing here. I'll yeah. second that. That was an unasked for plug right there. Hey, I'll take the plugs. Yeah. All the plugs we can get. <laughs> Speaking of plugs, all oh, yeah. of our listeners, if you stay stay tuned, well, actually, don't stay tuned in because that would be a radio thing. Just yeah. don't hit the pause button. Don't go to a different podcast. Don't go to the next podcast. We've got a ministry highlight here of some events that are getting ready to happen here at camp, so stay tuned. Welcome back, everybody. We are going to be highlighting one of the ministries happening here at Camp Nathaniel. And this month, um, we've got outdoor education happening, which is a lot of field trips. But what a lot of people might not realize is that there are a couple of events that anybody could come to. And I've got a couple of people here in the podcast room with me, Rick and Kathy Franklin. Hello, Lee. Hi, Lee. And we're going to talk about some family nights. Yeah, we got uh, two family nights. Yes. The dates are? September 12 and September 26. And those are both Tuesdays. Mm-hmm. Right. So, so this year, yeah, this year's theme for Outdoor Ed, what's the, what's the theme this year? Our theme is Trees Are Terrific. So we're going to learn all about trees. But the family nights mm-hmm. include dinner, which is a free dinner. Okay. Starting at 5.15. And then we have a program about animals and tree animals in our gym with Silly Safari. And All the way from Indianapolis, Indiana. And then the 26th, we have Indiana Wild, which is another animal program that is very famous in Indiana. Yeah, they're from Fort Wayne, but they're very similar to Silly Safaris. Mm-hmm. And uh, folks around here have seen, I mean, Silly Safaris comes and does a program for us every six years. They've yeah. helped us out of the Gingerbread Festival. You might have remembered Steve Ulrichs with this big owl, if you attend gingerbread festival you would have seen him with the owl mm-hmm. and uh they also come to the library in perry county that's right every single year yep. every summer so safaris comes to perry county library so um they sh- people know who they are they do an excellent program they are so good and uh, children and adults alike enjoy so safaris and you'll get a chance if you bring your family or yourself you get a chance to see them and get a free dinner but not only that you come through our gym you're going to go have a walk through history in a totally totally tubular time tunnel. Mm -hmm. And we're going to see how uh, people throughout the ages have used trees. And so that's our main focus is how God has made trees and how we have used them in the past and present. present. Right, how how they benefit us greatly. Gotcha. And then um, I think the first Tuesday we're going to have a tree carver 
Tim Kreger, who, who carves trees with a chainsaw and is really good at it. That sounds really cool. He says that he's told me that God gives him a vision at nighttime and he wakes up in the morning and he just takes his chainsaw and he does what he saw in his dreams. And, uh, right, we'll it's have pretty a pretty cool God story if you yeah, ask me. Yeah, and we will also have other de- demonstrations with lathing wood and also we have a sawmill this fall. So that'll be on display as well. Very cool. Yeah. I don't know how you get that exact with chainsaws because that just feels like a not like a not delicate no it's sort of it's tool, amazing but yeah it is amazing what he does and we have one of his carvings on our porch so two eagles and uh it's kind of a proud centerpiece of our porch and uh yeah he is what he can do yep it's it's amazing pretty impressive there so who's invited to this on these family nights who who who, who are we inviting anybody anybody and everybody yes there's no limit um, it's totally free. Totally mm-hmm. free. It starts at 5.15. Gotcha. 5.15 to 6 is supper. The program starts at about, about 6, 6.05. 6. And then yeah. after the program is over, there's like five workshops you can walk around and observe the with your hay family. Ride. Ooh, hay, hay ride. Oh, hay ride. Oh, yeah, right. I forgot hay about ride. that. Hay ride as well. So if you got time on Tuesday evening, September 12th or... September 26th. September 26th, Tuesday, we'd love to have you come out. You will not regret coming. I can promise you that. Gotcha. Bring the whole family. Yes. Grandmas, grandpas, aunties, uncles. Children, grandchildren. <laughs> All of the people. <laughs> Just no pets. All right. So as everybody is showing up, do they need to register ahead of time? Or what's the what's the game plan for that? No, there's no need to register for this event. Most events at camp, we ask you to register. Mm-hmm. But this one, um, don't need to. Gotcha. So, Happening uh, Tuesday night. Put on your day timer mm-hmm. or somewhere in a calendar and mind yourself to come Tuesday, September 20, September 12th or Tuesday, September 25th. 6th. 26th. Thank 26th. you. Yep. We'll stick that in the show notes too. So okay. That you can, <laughs> so that you can see that as well. That'll be helpful for so all we, of us. So we got families that are coming. Um, a lot of people, I know that when you talk about Camp Nathaniel's Hill, um, a lot of people in the area, they've come for like a field trip or something to mm-hmm. um, camp here. And so this is a, really neat way to be able to show your whole family and be like, Hey, let's go back to camp for an evening and have a meal and see some really cool chainsaw stuff. And yeah, I mean, we'll, see some cool animals. We, yeah. <laughs> one of the ways we get um, families to come is their kids have come to mm. our, our daily field trips that start September 11th and run through October 5th. And uh, the kids come home and tell their parents. And then we usually include a note in their bag of goodies from the store. Gotcha. And it tells them, Hey, this is the night of family night, and the kids say, "Can we go back?" Mm-hmm. And parents are like, "Sure." How much does it cost? I'm like, "I know it's free." So yeah, it's definitely uh, our, our daily field trips from nine nine thirty till one thirty two o'clock mm-hmm. for the public schools coming here. Definitely our feeder for the family nights. Gotcha. Yeah. And then if somebody's interested, I know that we've got a couple of nights there. If they show up to the first night and they have so much fun and they want to come back the second night, are they allowed? <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Sure. Uh, in this case, uh, the axiom, the more the merrier, gotcha. is absolutely true. All right. So that you get the information one more time here, just a quick recap. Who, the who, what, when, where, why. Who, anybody, all the families. Yep. What, we've got the, the family, it's the family night. Right. That's what we're doing there. Yep. When's it happening again? Tuesdays. Tuesdays. Tuesday, September 12th. 12th. And Tuesday, September 26th. Mm-hmm. And what time is it happening? 
starts at five fifteen. Dinner but at you 5 can come, you can yeah, come if at you five. can come at you can come at five, you can come at six, you would probably miss supper, but you can come whenever. Mm-hmm. You know. So uh, you register by the picnic shelter at the bridge, then you go to the picnic shelter, eat supper. There's the opening program for like f- an hour, and then you can go to gotcha. visit different workshops. We're done by eight o'clock. Gotcha. And then where is it going to be here at Camp Nathaniel? <laughs> and then the white, because it's a lot of fun and you'll learn a whole lot of fun things. Exactly. So, Rick, Kathy, thank you so much for um, wrapping up our podcast with me today. And um, for all of our Voice of Camp Nathaniel listeners, I think we'll have Mr. Stephen Bell back here pretty soon. He'll be on our next one there. So if you missed him, don't worry, he'll be back. And we'll, I'll chat with you all again in a couple of weeks. Thanks so much.